Hello and welcome to the second episode of B-Film Brew Crew. My name is Oscar, and that's... Yo, Clemente. And on this podcast, we review bad movies. Like, really bad movies. But sometimes they're good, like today's. Tonight's movie is called Night of the Comet. The synopsis for this movie is a huge comet passes near the Earth, vaporizing nearly the whole planet. Only a few teenagers who were inside a steel movie projection booth survive. All those outside turned to dust. But a few partially exposed people are now hideous, bloodthirsty zombies, and they begin a deadly hunt for the last remaining humans. The genre of this movie is comedy, horror, sci-fi. It was released in November of 1984. The director is Tom Eberhardt, and it had an estimated budget of $700,000. Its current scores are 6.4 on IMDb, 80% on Rotten Tomatoes, and 92% of Google users liked it. The movie stars Catherine Mary Stewart, Kelly Maroney, and Jeffrey Lewis. Some of the notable actors, for me at least, were Catherine Mary Stewart, who was in The Last Starfighter, and Weekend at Bernie's. And also Robert Beltran, who was in Star Trek Voyager. He was Chakotay. Um, check it out if you haven't, because Voyager's pretty good. In other notes, it, uh, that I, other notes that I found interesting, actually, it had a working title of Teenage Mutant Horror Comet Zombies, which I thought was pretty neat. And also, the film is noted as one of the first mainstream films to carry the MPAA PG-13 rating. And there you go. Now, let's get started with a, with a review. Okay, so, uh, Clemente, why don't you start us off with a quick summary of the movie? All right, so this week we watched uh, Night at the Comet, and it's under the comedy horror sci-fi genre. And it's about, you know, teenagers working at a movie theater, finding out, there's a comet, but they have to be working that night, and they wake up the next morning to find out that everyone's gone. They're trying to figure out what's going on. They come across a few survivors. They run into some military scientists, and turns out everyone's infected, and they're trying to make it through the night. Yeah, that sounds right. And they they make it. <laughs> 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 yep, the scientists do not spoiler if you haven't watched it. You should have um, by now. So, did you like the movie? Yeah, I thought it was good. Um, it's a lot different than the movie that we watched last week. It's a lot. It feels like oh, yeah. it has a actual professional quality to it. I yeah. think it was well made. It has oh, good yeah. music. It had mm -hmm. uh, consistent audio. Very good transitions. Um, I don't know. They chose good actors, I guess, for the scene there for the characters that they played. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think they did a great job. I feel like everything really flowed really well. I never felt like I was taken out of the movie, it had a good flow. Uh, I felt the music cues and the music that they chose for like uh, certain scenes were very appropriate. One that we discussed was the one in the the mall when they realize that they can just go get whatever they want then they're just doing a shopping spree they play girls just want to have fun and it, i feel like it fit really well and, and you mentioned that it was you know it fit also because it was very colorful and and it was nice and then when the bad guys showed up it, it changed drastically and everything seemed to flow like i said really well one into the other i almost never noticed the music change but it fit when i did notice it you know 
Yeah, the tone to the film, I mean, worked really well with the genre, especially like during those scenes where they want to portray like a lively mood. They had like the girls were dressed up in bright colors. Uh, girls just want to have fun playing. They're at the mall. Everything's lit up and everything seems great. And then when the bad guys show up, they cut the lights, starts getting darker. Tensions like rising. Um, the mood changes and it just switches very well to the horror aspect of the film and they do that multiple times throughout the film and um it's it's great like there hasn't there wasn't a part where i felt that the film was dragging and each transition was as good as the previous one yeah another thing that i actually liked that i really you don't see in a lot of movies was they had mac 10s and i was mentioning to you as they were like practice firing them that they get stuck or they like you know they jam a lot, <laughs> yeah. And then the, the it jammed while they were trying to shoot it, and it kept jamming, and and that was really cool to see that they stay true to that because they're just shooting a Mac Ten. They're like, if Daddy was here, he would have gotten us an Uzi, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then they we actually saw them reload and stuff like that. They ran out of bullets, things like that. It was yeah. really cool to see like everything they thought of everything it for like an 80s movie i i wouldn't expect that especially like early 80s or a b film and a b film yeah especially but i mean rambo was in the 80s right yeah but he had unlimited ammo exactly that's what i'm saying like you never saw him reload or anything like (laughs) that it's not something and that was like a triple a movie this is a b film yeah so i i mean i just really appreciated that that they added that in and they're like oh it jams a lot yeah they played very close uh attention to minor details like that especially like um, they're hiding behind one of the cars and the gun jammed and she took the clip out to see if it was empty or not. Magazine. Uh, the magazine clip. No, it's different. Whatever. <laughs> and she slapped <laughs> it back into the gun. Right. But I mean, that's kind of cool because I mean, that's kind of right. something you would do. Yeah. She took proper procedure to clear the, the jam. It yeah. was cool. Yeah. I, yeah. Those, that attention to detail was really nice for me. Yeah. So I really appreciate it. And then um, another thing that I saw they they added or they did very well was uh, some of their shots um, and the filters that they used throughout the film kind of added to the kind of mood to the film because when they were outdoors, they had it had like a red filter throughout the whole entire film, which represented like the kind of like the powdery mist of all the deceased humans. Yeah, I thought that was really cool too. Like you could see the the filter that they used, I guess. And it was just like a dust cloud in the air the whole time. Like the the next morning when they when she found that everyone was dead, it was just like a red haze everywhere. Yeah. They did that. Yeah, they did that especially when they were outside, and I thought that was cool. Also like if they stepped into a building and that the doors were open, you know those buildings had like dead people inside just because of the like the red mist in the air. Also, um, they used wide shots. Interesting. They like during small little conversations, like on the hood of the car, they use a wide shot and it just kind of panned through the city and it kind of just showed how empty it is and everyone's gone. Yeah. And the absence of music just added to the mood of emptiness and isolation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they did a great job with that. Yeah. Those scenes were really well done. I thought it was really well done. Like, yeah, like a B movie. You don't expect that, but man, it was really nice. Yeah. Uh yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. And I mean, the one of the best parts and the most watchable aspect of this movie is that the actors actually knew their lines. 
and <laughs> yeah. they didn't stutter their lines and right. they finished their lines and professional it, actors. <laughs> yeah, professionalism. Yeah. Highly it, professional film. Yes. Um well one thing that I did notice was there was a quite a bit of echo when they were at the radio station. And it, it made it a little difficult to understand what they were saying in some parts. Not really bad, but it, it just it was a little weird that there was so much echo. And like in the radio station specifically. It was a little strange. It was the eighties. <laughs> yeah. But I mean still. Uh oh, and one thing I forgot to mention, uh, that I should have mentioned a little bit earlier was uh the guys kept trying to kill the girls. There was like two girls left and these guys were at the mall the, that, that they attacked them, but they attacked the girls. And one of them was turning into a zombie and I can see why he wanted to kill them. But the other guys didn't look like they were zombies yet. Sure, they might have been infected and were slowly turning. But if you're like the last dudes on Earth and you're hanging out with your buds, why would you kill like the only two women you found? That didn't make a lot of sense to me, but you know. <laughs> It's I'm the not 80s. in the <laughs> I'm not in the <laughs> yeah. I'm not in the apocalypse, so I don't know. And then the scientists did the same thing. And that guy was a zombie or he was turning, he had the the messed up eyes or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, but had sunglasses there were, on. Yeah, there were two female scientists that were like tied up and they were just getting gassed and he just left them there to die. He's like, "Ah, fuck them." And again, it was it was weird to see that they would just abandon the only women left alive. They're infected. It doesn't matter if you're going to, they're trying to cure the problem, right? But they're trying to abduct these survivors so they can create a serum to cure themselves. But what's the point of curing yourself if you're going to be the only, like just dudes, there's no girls, you can't procreate. It's it, that it ends there. Sure. You'll live a couple more years, but that's it. Yeah. But you don't really know that. I mean, how many people survive? We don't know that. Other people could have been in aluminum boxes during the I mean, event uh, of the Apparently, there was quite a few just in L.A. I mean, there was like 10 or something. Yeah, so I guess. they don't have to worry about immediately saving their cohorts and having to deal with them again after the okay. incident. I guess so. But what still, if they didn't get along well? That's Do you true. get along with your coworkers? I sometimes don't. That's true. Okay, <laughs> you've, you've made a good point there. But still, I don't know. You'd think you'd try to save as many people as possible. Yeah. But, sure. Moving on. <laughs> uh, so, we did say the acting was pretty good. The dialogue, I think, was very good. I think they, they were, the, like, the girls were portraying teenagers. I th honestly thought one of the main, the main girls uh, was, uh, she was in college, but I guess she was a senior in yeah, high school. Yeah, she was 18, I think. Yeah, and then her sister was a Younger? junior. Sophomore? Sophomore? Yeah, because okay. then... Yeah, I think she was a sophomore. Okay. See, that was a little little bit more believable. And you specifically mentioned that you liked the way she talked, like the words she used specifically. Yeah. It was very 80s. And kind of like, yeah, like lack of disrespect. Yeah, so it was fun. Yeah. It was very fun. It, yeah. was, it was nice to hear. I feel like they, like, uh, I mean, I wasn't alive in the 80s or young in the 80s, I guess, enough to know the exact language they used, but it seemed pretty appropriate. And eh, I don't know. It was nice. Yeah. And the music was cool. The music was good. Yeah. I mean, they used like different sounds that like very sci-fi sounds, especially during like the comet scenes where people started like mutating. It kind of had like that little synth sound, just kind of make it a little bit extraterrestrial. Right. And oh. Then, Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no. Yeah. And then they just had other like, Kind of just ominous, low 
sounds that gave it that like horror also i mean sound you can't talk about like horror without having absence of sound like there are some scenes when especially when the, like, the main character um she walked into her house not knowing like what to expect or where her family is and there's no sound that you can just hear her footsteps right and then her sister scares the shit out of her scares her jumps out and just continues to yeah. Do her daily morning routine. Yeah, just before she realized everyone was dead. Yeah. So I mean that's I mean they use that no sound as well as they use sound. Yeah. And oh, and speaking of them not realizing, I think they did a pretty good job of portraying like the stages of realizing that everyone's dead. Although the first girl not so much, but the the sister, the younger one. Oh yeah. I feel like she did. Like she she was in denial at first and then she was, she was having nightmares. Yeah. yeah. And and she she had the most uh, trouble adjusting to it until the very end, and then, but everyone else seemed to adjust fairly quickly. Oh Ex- yeah, she she was the one that portrayed it the best. I think the shock and the realization that you're that's it. There's nobody else around, and there's just these zombies wanting to kill you. Uh, and then, any final thoughts? I mean, like I said, I I thought the movie was fun. It was good. I'd watch it again. Uh, it's one of those movies that you might just want to watch when you have time or you have nothing else to do. Um, it's a good movie. I'd recommend it. Yeah, as and not even as a bad movie, just a, I, I, it's, it's considered a B film, yes, but I honestly, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fun, and yeah, I absolutely would recommend it to anyone. Watch it. It's good. And uh. One thing I did forget to mention was our drinking rules for this movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, which one was yours? So I decided to choose the rule in which whenever the comet was mentioned at any point, you would have to take a drink. Yeah. And I chose. What did I choose? Zombies. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. When the zombies kill someone. Or they died. No, no. Oh, yeah. You're right. Sorry. When a zombie died. Yeah. Is uh was the rule that I picked, and we had we took one from the audience. We had three on Facebook comment, and uh we picked them not random. We rolled a die, and the person that got it was the rule that was chosen was from Sean, and the rule was whenever a zombie kills someone. Although there weren't that many zombies in this movie for a movie that claimed that there were zombies. Yeah, but you gotta think about it. In most zombie movies, the Things that they're fighting the most are either themselves or other groups of people, and zombies just happen to be in the background. Yeah, but zombies usually get a lot of people. I guess there wasn't that many people to get, but still. Yeah, most of them got vaporized. Well, I mean, if those dead people became zombies, there'd be a ton of people, but only right. s- most of them got vaporized, and That's only true. people that were partially exposed right. became zombies or yeah, infected that- or mutated or whatever they decided to choose. Right. Okay. That's true. And uh, so how many times did your rule come up? Oh, man, it came up 10 times within like the first 15 minutes of the film. And then they never mentioned the comet again. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And mine came up only five times. Towards the end when everyone started Uh, mutating. Yeah. And then people or the the zombies, whatever, just started getting killed off. And uh, zombies killing people, only one at the very beginning, that one guy. Oh, yeah. And that was it. And that was the only time the zombies. And he killed them with a monkey wrench. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He knocked them out. He didn't yeah. even like 
these zombies could talk, by the way. Oh yeah, they could talk. They were mutated. They were yeah. infected. I think they were just mutated. Yeah, the, I, the the zombie thing is very misleading. There were no zombies. They were just mutated people that were slowly dying of like radiation poisoning. Poisoning. Essentially. Yeah. yeah. They were slowly becoming dehydrated and turning to dust. Is what yeah. they were talking about. Yeah. Okay. Well, that 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 about wraps it up. Anything? Any any final final thoughts? Um. No, I mean, besides, I mean, this movie is very reminiscent of uh, 1968's uh, Night of the Living Dead, mm-hmm. in which uh, I think like radiation of uh, a comet also just reanimated bodies and created zombies. I was just very reminiscent of that type of just horror film, and I thought it was kind of fun and interesting. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure there were more zombie killings in that one than this one. Yeah, but I mean, it's a nice little, nice little nod to a classic. Sure. Okay. All right. And uh, in closing, this week we're gonna change it up a little bit and actually give us give you our rules for our next film. And we've decided on the next film. And if you want to give us any suggestions, this is one we pick. But if you want to give us any suggestions, leave a comment in uh, on podcast dot com or on our Facebook page or anywhere that you can find us on social media. We have a Twitter, and we also have an Instagram, which we'll be updating. Uh, soon with our pictures of the beer we're going to be brewing my stuff the supply came in so we're probably going to start sometime either this week or next week we just kind of work out our schedules because it does take some time to get the initial brewing going and then it's just letting it ferment after that but anyways getting back on topic the next movie we're going to watch is called frogs Uh, this is a 1972 film and here, here we go. I'm going to tell you what the, the synopsis. This is from Amazon Prime is what I'm looking at right now. A Revenge of, Nature's, a Revenge of Nature film along the lines of Alfred, Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds sees thousands of frogs, snakes, turtles, and lizards attack a deep south plantation owner and his family on the owner's birthday. And there's a horror film. You can see kind of a, a theme on horror. I mean, it is October, so I guess it's kind of fitting. I don't I don't think we chose that. It just how it sort of happened. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And this is another nature uh, attacking people, just like our first one, which was, uh, oh, God. I don't even want to think. Birdemic. <laughs> Birdemic. Jesus. Hopefully not, not as bad as that one, but I don't know. I haven't seen it, so we'll see. So if you want to come up with a rule, like I said, make sure you leave it in the comments. Comment they came up with a rule. And I chose uh, every time frogs attack. Frogs specifically. Frogs, not yes. anything else. No snakes, birds, birds, anything. frogs. Okay. And I picked whenever a reptile dies, which is pretty broad, but I don't know how many. Like I said, I haven't seen it, so hopefully, hopefully there'll be a lot more. Cause I lost this time, and I had to take a shot. Well, this I- film was uh, made before. Uh, no animals were harmed in the making of this film, oh. so who Wait. knows? Okay, well, I didn't know that. So. I mean, there was a cannibal holocaust, which walked through the jungle, oh, yeah. slashing away at animals with machetes and just recording it. Oh, yeah, and they cut open that turtle. Yeah. That was that was a crazy film. We're not going to go into that. All right, so, <laughs> by the way, this week, again, so we're not, we weren't drinking beer. We were drinking uh, brandy? brandy and Coke, and the, because I lost... In the drinking game, my rule came up the least. I took a shot of vodka because neither one of us likes vodka. Before Yum. it was tequila, but Tequila's we both so drink. <laughs> yeah, we both drink tequila. So there you go. Anyway, that's it for us. Uh, 
I hope you guys enjoyed the movie as much as we did. And thank you for listening. And again, you can find us on podcast.com. Our our podcast, of course, is called The Film Brew Crew. So you can look it up and find it on there. Or you can find us on Facebook. I'll put the links in the description. And you can also find us on Twitter and on Instagram. And again, our social media, we're going to be posting questions like, you know, help us come up with a rule. We'll keep you updated on the movie we're watching. And we'll keep you updated on our homebrew uh for the beer which i think is actually an ale i looked at it today so i think it's a pale ale so that's what came with the kit essentially uh that i bought so that's what we're gonna do and again this was this has been oscar yo clemente and we'll see you next time Bye. see you